The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I deleted my TikTok account with over 300,000 followers. But the purpose of today's episode is to talk about why I decided to delete my TikTok account despite having over 300,000 followers. I'm going to be sharing some advice for you as to when you should start over. And even if you're not necessarily on TikTok, a lot of the tips I'm going to share today can be applied to other platforms like YouTube or Instagram. When you are considering, hey, should I start fresh and start a new account? Or should I keep trudging along with the current account that I'm on? And I'm also going to be sharing some tips with you if you are considering restarting an account. What should you know before you do that? What should the actual steps and order of events be once you do decide to pull the trigger and start the new account? Hey there, what's up? And welcome to today's episode of Build Your Tribe, where I am recording for you in my new home office. I'm still kind of working through all of the kinks with this new office, but I actually think it looks pretty good, all things considered. And also on the YouTube channel, I'll make sure over the next few weeks, as I kind of build out this office a little bit more, I'll include some videos and some tours of the office and of some of the equipment that I've decided to invest in. Because now that my wife and I own our own home, I'm taking my office a lot more seriously. I'm being really thoughtful about the design of it. And I really want to take my gadgets up to the next level. I want to improve my ability to record these podcasts. I want to improve my overall video quality. I want to improve my streaming setup for when we do like live trainings. And so I'm going to be documenting all of this so that you can kind of stay abreast with all of the changes and so that you can learn and possibly take some of these ideas for yourself as inspiration or even buy some of the same gadgets that I'm investing in. But also I want you to realize that everything I've been doing for the last five years has been without a professional office setup. In fact, I just got a second monitor for the first time yesterday. For the past five years, I've been working exclusively off of my laptop. Some of you know that about a year ago, I added this professional microphone, but before that, I was on a $50 USB microphone, the Yeti Blue microphone. So this just goes to say that there should be no excuses when it comes to creating content. You don't need thousands of dollars worth of fancy professional equipment. You can get by with some natural sunlight and a $20 mic off of Amazon. But let's start with a little bit of backstory. My TikTok profile blew up in 2019. In fact, it was like January or February of 2019 the very beginning of the earliest stages of TikTok. I was kind of like an OG influencer over on TikTok. I wouldn't quite call myself that level, but it was pretty close. And a lot of the OG influencers who you might think of when you think of like the original popular crowd on TikTok, a lot of those people have kind of become friends or mutual followers because I blew up at that stage. This was a stage before TikTok itself had even blown up. It was very new to the U.S. market, and it hadn't received the huge spike in growth that it started seeing at the beginning of the pandemic in 2020. But 2019, very beginning of 2019, I blew up on TikTok because I posted a bunch of silly dancing videos. But basically, these were just fun videos in the locker room oftentimes 
wearing my football pads or my football clothes. And it was kind of funny, you know, to see a guy, a college athlete, big beard, you know, masculine environment, but recording these silly dancing videos. And so multiple of them went mega viral. Like we're talking over 10 million views on one of the videos, multiple videos in a row that went over a million. And so I went from zero followers to over 300,000 followers on TikTok in pretty much a week. And this was crazy rapid growth. And I was super excited at the time because TikTok was fun. TikTok was new and I was able to capitalize on it really soon and blow up. But I wasn't thinking about the long-term implications of blowing up in this style. Essentially, I was backing myself into a corner where my followers only wanted to see this dancing content. And to be more specific, they wanted to see this hyper-masculine environment where dancing was present. They wanted to see me in my shoulder pads. They wanted to see me in the locker room dancing with my teammates. But thinking long-term, that's not what I do. That's not what I do for a living. Like, I love dancing and I love having a good time. But also, I'm not a college football player for the rest of my life. In fact, I was only a college football player for about 12 more months after I blew up on TikTok. And so this wasn't the best long-term plan, and it wasn't likely going to lead to very much success unless I just wanted to keep dancing. Now, I could have leaned into that space and become a dance influencer and just kept making silly dancing videos. And I still have some friends on TikTok who blew up in those early stages for dancing videos. And here they are four years later, still making dancing videos. That's awesome for them. More power to you. But that's not me. That's not the kind of content that I want to be creating. And as you know, that's not my business. My actual business is helping people grow on social media, helping people make money from the following that they've built. And so as I started to post more about that kind of content, my followers just did not care. Again, I had 300,000 followers, but these new videos that I was posting, the videos that were actually relating to my niche, the videos that actually had to do with business, had to do with marketing, Instagram tips, TikTok tips, you know, the, the tips you hear on Build Your Tribe. Instead, those videos were getting 300 views. 300,000 followers and getting 300 views. And this wasn't just like one or two bad videos. This was over the course of years. In fact, for about two years straight, I stayed consistent on TikTok. I was posting high quality content. Oftentimes I was posting very similar or even the exact same content that I was posting on Instagram and it was doing so poorly. And this was content that in many cases was performing really well on Instagram or even on YouTube shorts or on Pinterest or on other platforms. But when I shared it on TikTok, it never did well. But it makes sense that that content, as quality as it was, as good as it was, didn't perform well. Because let's think about how these algorithms work. The algorithm's job is to keep people engaged, to keep people active and paying attention to the platform. And so if the algorithm is showing my followers content, my content, that they're not interested in and they're just quickly scrolling by, pressing dislike or just skipping the video altogether, well, then the algorithm is quickly learning that this kind of content, whatever Brock's posting now, his followers don't want to see it. They don't engage with it. They don't like it. It's, it's not good. So we should not show it to them. So it's not necessarily that there was a problem with my content, nor was there a problem with the algorithm, but rather a problem with my audience. Imagine you were in a stadium with 50,000 people who showed up to see Taylor Swift and Kanye West walked out onto the stage. That's not who they signed up for. That's not who they decided to follow. That's not who they're a fan of. That's not the content they're looking for. And so, of course, the results aren't going to be very pleasant. But like I said, for two years, I fought to try to bring this account back. I posted consistently. I posted original content. I posted trending audios. I tried everything under the sun. I did duets. I did reaction videos. I tried a bunch of different styles. I did talking head videos. I did lip sync videos. 
and nothing would work. So finally, in May of 2023, I decided to bite the bullet and start a new account. Before starting the new account, my hopes with that consistent posting was that my followers would kind of realign themselves. The people who were only interested in my dancing videos and didn't want to follow me for marketing or anything like that would unfollow. And the people who remained engaged and who did have an interest in the marketing would continue to follow. But of course, with 300,000 followers and 99% of them being not interested, they're either not going to be shown the content or they're going to unfollow when they see it, which means that even less people are going to see it. So it was kind of like I was fighting an impossible fight, one that I was very unlikely to win. And even if I was going to win, that win would result in hundreds of thousands of people unfollowing me. So I decided it would be much faster and easier to just start over. And so far in the first few weeks after starting over, my engagement has been much better. My growth has actually been positive rather than negative, And I've received a great response. If you want to follow me on TikTok, the link will be down in the show notes, but it's Brock11Johnson. Same username that I am across every platform. But enough about my story. Let's talk about if you should start over on TikTok, on Instagram, on whatever social media you decide to focus on. Should you start over? Let's talk about it. I have six different criteria for you, and you can think of these as, as boxes to check off. And let's say if you check off at least three of these boxes, if not four, five, or six, then you should strongly consider starting over. If you only check off one or two, then you might want to consider just keep going rather than starting over. Instagram is a beast. There is no lie that every single week the algorithm changes, there's a million new features, there's so much to keep track of, so much you have to worry about, and all you're trying to do is scroll your business, trying to get more customers and make more sales on Instagram. That is why we created the Insta Club Hub to help you learn exactly what you need to know to stay up to date with the changes that are actually relevant to you as a business owner and to help you grow your following and customer base on Instagram. You can check it out, best part, for only $7. You can join a two-week trial for only $7. That's 50 cents per day for two weeks. And all you have to do to grab that trial offer is go to instaclubhub.com forward slash trial. Again, that link will be down in the description. But right now, while you're listening, you can just open up your Safari browser or whatever internet browser you use and just go to instaclubhub.com forward slash trial. If you only check off one or two, then you might want to consider just keep going rather than starting over. Criteria number one, you have a large following, let's say 50,000 or more of unengaged followers. Let's say an engagement rate less than 1%. So you have a large audience, but a very, very small engagement rate. The problem with this is that the amount of followers that you would need to get re-engaged is such a massive number and your engagement rate is already so critically low that the likelihood of you reaching those unengaged followers in order to re-engage them is very low as well. Criteria number two, you've gone viral multiple times for videos that are not relating to your niche. Quick sidebar and quick pro tip. That's why we recommend not posting content outside of your niche. If you're going to be posting beginner rock climber tips, then stick to beginner rock climber tips with your feed posts, with your TikTok videos, with your YouTube channel. If you post beginner rock climber tips and then one day you're like, oh, well, I have this easy life hack for a baking recipe and you like just quickly film yourself doing that and you post it and it goes viral. Well, now all of a sudden you have tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, if not millions of viewers and potentially followers who don't care about the rock climbing. They don't care about what you actually post. They only followed you because they saw one one hit wonder post about baking. So if you've gone viral multiple times for things that are not related to your niche, 
that might be a reason to start over. Number three kind of piggybacks off of number two, which is that you have a large amount of followers or even a majority of your followers who are not interested in your niche. This might be for multiple reasons. Maybe you bought followers in the past. So you have, you know, 10,000 followers, but 7,000 of those are not real people. They're robots that you purchased five years ago before you knew better. Well, now 70% of your followers, they don't care about your niche because they don't care about anything because they're robots. You could also have a lot of non-niche followers because maybe you've changed niches. Maybe there has been some life events that caused you to pivot your business. Maybe you have a lot of followers from a viral post like we just talked about. But the more followers you have that don't care about your niche, translation, the more people who you're expecting to engage who are disengaged, the harder it's going to be to grow, to sell, and to do anything really in a positive sense with your social media. Number four, and this is a big one, is changing niches to a new niche, a new category, a new topic, whatever you want to call it, that's not adjacent or it's not overlapping to your previous niche. So let's use that rock climbing example. If you're switching from beginner rock climber tips to intermediate rock climber tips, no, you don't need to start a new account. If you're switching from, let's say, beginner rock climber tips to mountain biking tips, there's a fair amount of crossover there, right? And a lot of your followers might be interested in both but also a lot of them might not be interested. So that's kind of a gray area. If you're switching from something like beginner rock climber tips to essential oils or baking or home DIYs, that's likely not going to be a very adjacent or related niche. The people who are into beginner rock climbing in majority probably aren't going to be interested in the new niche. So in that case, that might be meeting the criteria of a new niche that is not related and thus a possible reason to start over. The fifth potential reason to start a new account is if you've had multiple community guidelines violations, whether it was your fault or not, whether you got reported by someone by accident or you actually intentionally broke the guidelines of Instagram or TikTok or whatever. If you've been flagged multiple times or if you've had multiple posts taken down or if you've received multiple violations, that might be a reason to start your new account. Now, I know that every social network is going to tell you that once that post is removed, you're fine. Or once the violation is taken off, you're fine. Or after 30 days or 60 days or 90 days, you're fine. But after you've had repeated violations, after you've broken the guidelines multiple times, it's been shown that it's really, really tough to continue growing. The algorithms are not in your favor. The odds are not in your favor. So if you've had a lot of content taken down or that has violated community guidelines, whether it's your fault or not, whether it was intentional or not, that might be a reason to start over. And then the sixth and final criteria for potentially starting a new account, and this is one that I think a lot of people jump right to, is over a year of consistently posting high quality content, content that maybe even does well or goes viral on other platforms. And it's not leading to any growth or any new engagement. Now I'm going to say at least a year. And I'm going to say, if this is the only box that you're checking off, then you definitely should not start a new account. For most people, this is what they look to. They say, Hey, I've been posting consistently for two months. I haven't seen any growth. Should I start over? No. But if it's been over a year, if it's been 12 months and you've been consistently posting multiple times a week, so you've posted over 100, maybe 200, maybe even over 300 times in that year, and not one of those posts has done well or has reached new people or has led to a spike in growth or engagement, kind of put you back on the right track, well, then it might be a good time to start over. But if it's just been a few weeks or months of low engagement, that in and of itself is not enough to warrant starting a new account, in my opinion. 
So let's say you've met four or more of those criteria and you've decided it's time to start a new account. It's time to do this scary thing and start a new account. What should you do in what order? Here is the order that I would recommend. And this is the exact order that I followed when starting my new TikTok account. First and foremost, obviously create a new account and then switch usernames if you can. Now on Instagram, it's going to be a little bit tougher because on Instagram, when you change a username, that username stays locked for about two weeks. So let me give you an example. My username on Instagram is Brock11Johnson. If I changed it to Brock11Johnson underscore old account, and then it would essentially make Brock11Johnson available, right? Because now my username is Brock11Johnson underscore old account. So Brock11Johnson should be available, right? wrong. Actually, Instagram holds it for about 14 days in limbo so that to hopefully protect against account theft and hackers stealing usernames and things like that. So on Instagram, it's a little bit tougher to change your usernames, but on TikTok, it becomes available right away. So what I did on TikTok is I started a new account. Then I went back to my existing account, the one that had 300,000 followers, and I made it Brock11Johnson underscore old. I believe that's what I made the new username, thus freeing up Brock11Johnson Then I went back to the new account that I had just created and I changed the username to be Brock11Johnson because that's what I wanted it to be. That's what people know me as. That's what people search for. And so keeping that uniformity just makes it easier on people. Step two, on your new account, upload and post all of your best performing content from the past. I don't care if it's three months old or six months old. If it's still relevant and you know it's your greatest content, you know it's going to do well, you know it performed well on other platforms, you know it should have performed well on this platform, then post it. And also make sure your bio is up to date. Make sure your profile is fully set up. Make sure you have a bio that's well-written. Make sure that you refer to some of our other Build Your Tribe episodes on how to craft a well-written bio. But essentially, just make sure it's a billboard that can quickly and easily tell people why they should follow you and what kind of content you're going to be sharing. Then step three is to announce the new account on your old account and even possibly on your other social networks. So let's say you're starting a new TikTok account. You could announce that over on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and anywhere else that you regularly post to tell people to go follow this new account. But only do that once you already have some content shared on the new account and once you already have the bio and profile set up. If you don't have content shared and you don't have a bio or profile set up, then people are going to go to the new account, but there's going to be nothing to interest them, no reason to follow. It'd be like, hey, become a customer of my new bakery that just opened. And they walk in and there's no pastries, there's nothing being made. You don't even have the sign up yet. You just have a storefront. Then step number four is to stop posting on your old account. I know it's going to be tempting to keep posting there, especially if you already have more followers there, especially if you've been using this account for many years, but stop posting on your old account unless it's to direct people to your new account. In my opinion, it's a waste of time and it might even hurt you in the algorithm if you're posting the exact same content on both of the accounts. So instead, the old account is now just going to be a direction to the new account. You could even tag your new account in the bio. You could pin a post at the top explaining why you decided to start the new account. And then all of your content should be shared on the new account. Speaking of sharing that new content, tip number five is to share new content consistently, valuable, high quality, engaging, captivating content on your new account. All of the normal strategies to increase views and engagement, all of the normal strategies to grow on social media, start doing those things on your new account. And then my sixth and final tip is don't actually delete your old account. I know at the beginning of this video, I said I deleted my TikTok account, but I think the more accurate thing to say is that I stopped using or I deactivated my old TikTok account. I don't recommend deleting it because there's no point in deleting it. It doesn't hurt you to leave it open, but what if you want to go back to that account? What if you want to 
have an, a way to access those followers? What if you want a way to look at all of that past content that you've shared because maybe you don't have it saved to your cloud or whatever? Instead of deleting that old account, just deactivate it or log out or just stop using it. And again, I know this is scary. I know starting fresh, starting clean, it, it feels very intimidating for multiple reasons. Maybe you've had your account for many years. Maybe you have lots of followers. Maybe you've shared tons of content. Maybe you have some imposter syndrome of, hey, if I start at zero followers, I'm going to have no credibility and no respect. I hope that you can take me as an example. I hope I can lead by example on this one. I am a social media coach. I have a top 10 podcast that you're listening to right now that I co-host with my mom. I have over 600,000 followers on Instagram, but now I have zero on TikTok, or I should say I have a couple hundred on TikTok. And so it was scary for me to stop using that TikTok account because I used to be able to say that if I combined my Instagram and my TikTok followers, I had over a million followers, but that's not true anymore. Now, if you combine them, I have a little bit more than I have on just Instagram. And so I hope that you can take me in as an example. I hope that if you can use me for some inspiration, you do so. Because even though it is scary, in the long term, it's going to lead to better results, more growth, more sales, and a better business. So I know it's scary, but if you meet at least four of those criteria, I want you to consider starting over. And if you do, make sure to follow the steps that I just listed. Thank you so much for listening today. And don't forget to just subscribe no matter where you are listening to this podcast today. Make sure to hit subscribe for more content just like this. And I'll make sure to keep you updated on all the latest trends and growth tips. And I'll keep you updated on what's going on with my new TikTok account. I hope you follow me over there. Again, it's Brock11Johnson on TikTok. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, happy networking.